Welcome to the Teaching History, Politics, and Stuff podcast. Thank you for being here. I'm your host, Elizabeth Evans. I'm completely passionate about curriculum, history, the social sciences, and all the other things in between. I love helping teachers by giving strategies to make lesson planning easier and resources to be your best self. I'm a National Board Certified Social Studies teacher with over 18 years of experience. I've met some incredible people in my life who will have a lot to share, and I cannot wait to have them as guests on my podcast. As James Madison once said, the advancement and diffusion of knowledge is the only guardian of true liberty. Thanks for joining me today. Let's learn. Welcome back. So we are currently in this episode is about week three. Um, I'm struggling to balance because I write a blog post about the week coming up, but then the podcasts are kind of the reflection on it. So this one um, was about making changes and changes are personal. Uh, They can be difficult. They can be scary. But again, in this experiment and I was like I just need to make some changes having the ability to really you know pause and to journal the first two weeks was helpful to me because I could see where I was getting in my own way I could really just take that time so that I'm not just jumping in and making changes and you know kind of doing all of that but one of the most significant changes that I made was instituting um a tech-free 90. So for me, a tech-free 90 meant no computer, no phone, no TV, just no screens at all. So I could go outside with a book. um, I could go for a walk. I could clean. That for me is something that I enjoy doing. I like the, I like my house to be clean. It just kind of clears up my head. Um, And it was really helpful for me because it meant that I wasn't available for emails. I wasn't available for texts, social media, anything like that. And I just kind of gave myself a break. And there were a couple nights actually that um, I put my phone away at four. And it was nice because I did have text messages. I did miss things. But none of it wasn't so important that it couldn't just wait till the next day. Um, And it it was nice. So... Last week, I really focused on changes that uh, were value added. So I'm not just making changes to make them. I'm actually making changes because I need to add more value to my life. And those changes could have been adding something or subtracting something um, from my life. And, you know, a lot of those changes were personal. And it will be interesting to see in the next couple months how they pan out. But one of my biggest tips here is you need to be ready to make those changes. Um, It can be scary. Change is really scary. Sometimes there's a lot of anxiety that goes along with it, uh, a lot of imposter syndrome, but forcing change has never worked for me because I don't stick with it. So trying to fit myself in a box that maybe other people fit in, um, and I just don't at that time in my life, it, it sets me up to fail. In the last, you know, six or seven months, I've actually made some pretty big life changes. I have a new job. Um, 
I actually made the choice to stop drinking. Um, didn't hit rock bottom. There was nothing crazy that happened. I just wanted to take a break from it. And it's actually been a huge plus in my life. I think that at that point I was ready to dive in, you know, last semester. Um, I lost my grandmother. I lost um, a colleague and a boss and a mentor. And it was really hard for me. And I just needed to find different ways to cope. And to be very honest with you, my life personally is better without it. Um, there's no judgment to people who <laughs> drink. I have Again, nothing negative to say because we're all different. This is just something that worked for me. And at that time, I was ready to face it head on, which is why I made that choice. So make sure that when you're making these changes, you're ready to make them. Now, being anxious about it um, is a thing, right? But don't mistake that anxiety for a gut feeling to not do it. Really, if you can reconsider your anxiety or that feeling of anxiety as excitement, there's actually a lot of articles that kind of cover that they're the same feeling. Um, and now I'm just talking about the fleeting feeling of anxiety. I'm not speaking of um, a very real disorder, especially during Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, there is a large difference between those. And I think that you know your body best and having an understanding of what that is, is really good. But if it's a passing feeling of anxiety, kind of reframe it as excitement. You know, I'm excited to do this and I'm excited to see what this means. And it doesn't, you know, if you're changing jobs, for example, that's, that's an exciting thing. It's exciting to, you know, have something new because maybe you've been doing the same thing for a long time or maybe you just need that change. So whatever that looks like for you, for me, um, the steps I took kind of in that week, um, I, you know, I write it down. I have a little goal planner and my week mini goal was to make changes and then the steps to take to achieve my goal, continue to journal because that for me is a place to put down my thoughts because I also often have thoughts and then forget about them. And then when I try to remember them later, they're no longer there. Um, getting outside Again, the outside time for me is a really huge thing. Choosing no phone times. So whatever that looks like during my day. Actually changed my phone settings too. So my phone goes on do not disturb at 6.30 p.m. And it doesn't come off do not disturb till 6 a.m. And that for me frees my brain. And that that's what works best for me. Um, frees up my brain to just think about other things. And I was really just excited to see what that was, you know, see what it, it looked like. And I had taken a day off last week, um, honestly, because I was very burnt out, very stressed out. And so I just took a day to be um, and really just kind of sat with what it is that I needed to do. One of the biggest things for me is I got a new planner. I really like my planners. Um but the one that I had and I had gotten in January, it just wasn't working for me. Usually I am somebody who's like, well, I already bought this. I'm going to stick it out. But it, honestly, it just wasn't working. So I got something different that was more to the point and more aligned with my way of thinking, more aligned with my morning routine and gave me space to kind of have that creativity. Um, so that was actually something really helpful for me. In my blog post too, I really looked at 
questions because I always like questions to consider. I think this is the teacher in me. Um, what is working? What is not working? And what does change look like? Uh, so for me, getting up and grabbing my phone first thing in the morning was not working. Change for me looks like taking time to meditate, um, taking time to read an actual physical book, or to listen to a podcast that I can play on my Alexa is something that is helpful for me. Um, is my daily routine getting me closer to the person that I want to be? And that took some some consideration and some just really deep digging. Uh, how am I using my time in the morning and the evening when I know I have carved out time? So I am somebody who loves to talk to people. I love, you know, I'm a little bit of an extrovert, but I also very much enjoy my quiet time and my recharging time. And so if I carve time out for myself in the morning, how am I using it? So am I using my time in the evening to just sit and watch TV or am I watching TV with my family because it's a show we actually enjoy together? Uh, another question, am I creating spaces at work to focus? I think that when we get to work, um, things can get crazy. So what are those focus times? And then the last question is what challenges do I face in making these changes? And for me, writing down what the challenges are is helpful just to be mindful of them. I'm not trying to change anything. I'm not trying to, um, solve anything. I'm just writing down what those challenges are because sometimes for me, the, challenges, once I write them down, I'm like, that's not actually a challenge. That's just something that's in your head. Um, and it's not really helpful. So change should be something that excites you, that reinvigorates you and, you know, growing with that change. I think one of my favorite quotes, um, and I do have it on the blog post that goes with this is change is inevitable. Growth is optional. And that is by John C. Maxwell. So Changes are going to happen. Um, I wish they didn't. I don't like change. I very much am happy with the way things are. But change for me over the last couple of years has been really positive. It is not without its challenges. Um, it has been very hard. It is. It was hard to leave teaching. It was hard to leave my colleagues and my students and to have a completely new identity that had nothing to do with being a teacher um, and to be very honest, it's something I still struggle with a little bit. But change, you know, it, it's been a good thing. I have, now I have more time for my daughter. And, you know, when my husband comes home, we, we just have more time as a family. And time for me is the biggest currency. So anything that takes time away from myself or my family better be something good because that is the trade-off. The trade-off is... If I am doing something that takes away from them, it better be something that excites the hell out of me. Because if not, I don't need to do it. Uh, I hope all of these have been helpful. I am right now going into my week four, which I will be excited to talk to you about next week. The blog post is already up. It's about adjusting to the changes. Uh, because one of the things I know about myself is I want to make changes. I want to move forward and I want to keep going. But that very first week of pausing really helped me understand that the pause is necessary, the space to think is necessary. And so I'm trying to really lean into that, lean into 
you know, what this could look like. Um, and it's kind of funny that my series technically will end right before a incredibly busy six weeks starts. Um, and so my hope is that this experiment that I'm doing these five weeks have set me up for success to really take on and the busyness is exciting. There's a lot of programming. There's a lot of different things that I'm doing that I'm excited about. Um, but I also understand that it's going to take a lot of time. So I hope that this was helpful and I will see you next week. Thanks for joining us today. Please like, comment, and share the podcast. Want to connect with me? Find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest at Liz Evans NBCT and on Instagram at Liz Evans NBC Teach. You can also find me online at Liz Evans NBCT.com. I'm so glad you joined us today. We'll see you next time.